It's time for Yes, I Can Living. Entrepreneurial women all have one thing in common. We want to consistently improve our lives to be the best it can be. I'm your host, Kathy Alessandra, and I'll be interviewing inspiring women who think outside the box, color outside the lines, and live beyond the limits of their fears. They're living all in and playing full out, creating their best life and embodying Yes, I Can Living. It's Kathy Alessandra, the Yes I Can Coach and founder of Brave Bold Women. And we are here for another podcast. Super excited that you are joining us and thrilled to have Sherry Fitzpatrick with us today. Um, sweet, sweet, sweet Sherry Fitzpatrick. <laughs> I actually met Sherry a few years ago um, and learned of her story. And she was part of the previous magazine I own, Today's Innovative Woman and learned of her story there and it just was amazing and so inspiring and so i knew i needed to bring her back here for our new podcast with brave bold women now sherry fitzpatrick is the creator of the world's famous line of gourmet dipped strawberries the renowned sherry's berries today sherry's the author of a book buried in chocolate she travels internationally is an international speaker and an inspirational speaker Distributes her line of premium chocolate gifts nationwide, exclusively online now at buriedinchocolate.com. Her new passion projects include a B&B in California's Fair Play Wine region, which is absolutely beautiful. Um, the website for that is bedandberries.com. You've got to check that out. And a ministry supporting children living in extreme poverty in northern Puerto, uh, Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. And that you can get more information on at boysandberries.org. For over 30 years, Sherry's story and her creations have attracted attention through appearances in O Magazine, In Style Magazine, People, um, The Today Show, The Food Network, so much more. So please help me welcome Sherry Fitzpatrick. Sherry, I am so excited, as I said, to have you back on a podcast again and to share your very inspiring story of challenge and triumph and working it all through. So welcome. Thank you, Kathy. I think you meant very inspiring. Bear, oh. Yes, that's exactly what I meant. Very inspiring. Very <laughs> inspiring. Some chocolate-covered passion. That's right. I love it. I love it. Well, I know your story, but let's let our listeners hear it. Um, you know, how and why did you begin your business and a little bit of that background? Well, um, I wanted to do something fun for a living. Uh, I can remember graduating from high school. It seemed like all my girlfriends knew their journey and path, and I had no idea what I wanted to do. I just, I was raised by an awesome stepfather who believed in working hard, but playing hard, and I wanted that kind of lifestyle to continue. Um, I was born and raised in a small town in Southern Oregon called Klamath Falls, and my dad always had a garden, which included a strawberry patch for me, and that's where my love affair with strawberries began. And when I... Um, I got out of school, high school. I went to Los Angeles for four and a half years and worked for my brother's mortgage firm there. And it was there that my amazing um, sister-in-law, Emily, introduced me to the concept of dipping my beloved strawberries in chocolate. And so chocolate dipped strawberry gift baskets became a way to me to market myself as a mortgage broker there. And then I was a little homesick, moved a little closer to home, went to Reno, Nevada, um, closer to you know southern oregon where my family was and i became a stockbroker there i was the only woman and youngest broker in my office so yeah i thought at that time in my life i was 24 25 you had to have a prestigious job title 
to be successful. That was kind of my definition of success in my early 20s. And um, one day so I had my aha moment and somebody said, you mean you can dip these strawberries and you're doing, you know, stockbroker stuff, which, you know, didn't agree with me because, you know, if you call 10 people and nine hang up, but one answer, you know, listens to you, that was a, a good day. And I just, I wear my heart on my sleeve. And so I came, I moved to Sacramento um, following my high school sweetheart. And if Clay was here, he'd tell you I was stalking him. But uh, I always wanted to be a Cal, you know, I love being in California. And so I came here and I got a $1,500 cash advance on a credit card at a local credit union. And I started in my one bedroom apartment. And I, I think the first year I gave away more berries than I sold. Um, nobody had given chocolate dip strawberries as a gift before. I mean, they'd been dipping them in fancy hotels before I was even born, but it was always just a, a confection item. And so I really had my work cut out for me because nobody had ever sent berries as a gift before. So I went to every event I could. I made sure my strawberries were an auction item at every women's luncheon. I just got them out there the first year and pounded the pavement with them. It's kind of like potato chips, you know, I'd give them one free chocolate dip strawberry and then they'd want more. And more. <laughs> yeah, and so I, you know, um, I started, you know, people can understand the concept of what I was selling chocolate dip strawberries and delivering them. So I started comparing myself to a florist, you know, we're like a florist and you need a unique pretty gift sent, you give us a call, we put a message card and we deliver it and that helped people to understand. And so as we started my, my company later in years, I actually created a bouquet of strawberry roses. So they looked like flowers so people could understand the concept and those were fun to market. You know, my, my chocolate strawberry roses lasted a lot longer than fresh roses because the ladies could wear them around on their hips for about three months. So. <laughs> yeah. So I had a lot of fun with them and, um, I just, I love being innovative and funky and different. And I'm a natural born entrepreneur. I think being an entrepreneur is something that you are, not something that you become, you know, it's really in your blood to kind of be a risk taker and want to be a little different and innovative. And yeah, so that was 30 years ago. Wow. 30 years ago, I started uh, my original Sherry's Berries company here in Sacramento area. Wow. That's amazing. Wow, hard to believe it's been that long too, right? And this I know, I started when I was 10. Thank you right? for asking. <laughs> yeah, no, all that Polish blood's finally paying off. You know, my round well, face. Because I mean, you followed, you followed a passion and created an amazing business and um, quite a following. Um, so I kind of know some of the backstory. So my, my next question kind of speaks to that. <sighs> what has been your biggest challenge Right. And how did you overcome it? Mm -hmm. Well, when my business was in its 10th year, there was this brand new thing called the internet. Hmm. And um, I w I'm not a real tech-minded girl. I mean, just getting set up for this Zoom was like about all I can handle. And um, so I, I had two little boys and a third one on the way. Clay and I had, you know, gotten married when my business when it was in its fourth year. I had two stores, a factory, and my business was booming. And I was so excited and thrilled when I was approached by a young, tech-minded, entrepreneurial lawyer. And he promised me the deal of a lifetime. And I went all in Im immediately because I was so grateful to have a partner. And I didn't do my due diligence. And I've never had any business education or experience. So I, I didn't understand that 51% rule. 
And I ended up agreeing to a really bad business deal, one that, you know, could sour if certain dominoes fell. And over the next 10 years, that's exactly what happened. And I lost control of the company and it was sold off for pennies on the dollar by our board of directors and my baby was gone. And I, I, I didn't really know how I would survive it. It was the hardest time of my life. And I actually grieved the loss of my company, like as if I'd lost one of my boys. It was, um, I just didn't understand how something like that could happen. Mm-hmm. And it broke me. It, it, I'm still tearing up. Just thinking about it. it was just hard. But through that difficult time, I came to learn and understand that God's much more interested in my character than my comfort. And that dipping strawberries in chocolate wasn't who I was. It was just what I did. Mm-hmm. And that disappointments in our life and during difficult times in our world that are unavoidable, you know, difficult times are unavoidable, but discouragement is a choice. And our character is built and um, we become the strongest during the difficult times in our life, not when everything's easy and we don't have a care in the world, but when we're in the trenches and we're one day at a time and trying to dig ourselves out, that's when we become strong and learn a lot. And during this time, I had read an article about this woman who was doing research on successful entrepreneurs in our country. Mm-hmm. And she was trying to see if there was any common denominators amongst them that weren't real obvious. And what her research and her article exposed was that the majority of all successful entrepreneurs have their biggest success right after their biggest failure. And so that was proof to me that entrepreneurs aren't quitters. You know, you don't really have an option. You just, uh, you just keep moving on. And so I had to follow my advice of doing what you love. You know, when you do work that you love, it's not like you're really working and that's truly successful is when um, you can enjoy your work and uh, life is short. So, you know, I had a pastor that always told me that he had never heard of anybody um, on their deathbed saying they wish they had spent more time at the office, you know, and so having my priorities in the right order, I was grateful that at a young age, but became a Christian and I um, always put my faith in my family first. And so I just um, started to think about what else I enjoyed. And um, I'd always been a public speaker for years as a way to market my business you know, to rotary groups and chamber of commerce and being in at the university. And, and so I started taking my speaking more seriously. I got a book deal with Pelican Publishing and my Buried in Chocolate book was published and they sent me on a speaking tour and uh, I was accepted in the National Speaking Associations uh, Academy in San Francisco. Right. And for 11 months, I, you know, I learned and um, took my, my speaking career was catapulted you know, from public speaking to a professional speaker, and I love it. So I just wanted to be a berry dipper, but now God's given me this platform to encourage thousands of people a year to follow their dreams and just never give up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's right. Follow our dreams, and 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 you know, I've, I've there's that there's that saying or that story or whatever, right? You know how how God gives us what we ask for or what we need, I guess, really, but not necessarily in the way we think it's going to show up. Right. You know, I mean, we can't, there's a path and there's an end, but there's, um, you know, there's all the bumps and bruises in the way, but, um, Mm -hmm. but he's got the, the ultimate in what's, you know, what it's going to look like. Yeah. We think we're just so much smarter than God and we know we've got it all planned out. 
mm-hmm. and we know how it should be. And so sometimes, you know, our apple cart gets tipped over and, right. you know, you just got to, um, you know, when life gives you lemons, you know, just make the best lemonade stand that you can and try to be a little bit different than everybody else. And, right, right, right. Maybe you can put a strawberry in that lemonade. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Let's make strawberry lemonade. Uh, exactly. <laughs> so let me ask you, how do you define success? Well, you know, like I'd mentioned in my, uh, in my 20s, you know, very driven individual, I, I looked at success as, uh, again, prestigious job title, making lots of money, having lots of toys and a big fancy house. And I think the first 50 years of my life, and I'm aging myself now, I, I, I was so driven and my goal was always just to um, build up and build up and put away and store and create now I just my heart has changed and I it I just feel like the next 50 years of my life I want to see what I can leave behind and I've come to understand that true success is um, having an abundance of things that you can't see like love peace joy all of those things are so much more valuable and eternal than temporary things Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I couldn't agree more. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this. If there was something that you wish you knew when you began your business, um, mm-hmm. you know, that you know now, mm-hmm. what would that be? What, what would you tell your younger self? Uh-huh. Just to trust in myself more. Don't feel like I have to have partners, you know, bring in people and hire people and work around people and question people and talk to people, surround yourself with wisdom, but don't give away so much, you know, and know that 51% rule. And you can't just start with more than 51% ownership and that partnership. You have to put a base that you could never go below that, no matter what. That's huge. 101, business 101. And again, um, always kind of bragged about never having any business education. It kind of bit me in the butt, you know, but... (laughs) Live and learn. Right. And um, yeah, so just trust in yourself more and, and, and don't feel like you have to have a partner. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll probably never have a partner again unless it's maybe my mom and that's iffy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'd be like, you can go on Shark Tank. It's like, no, thank you. Not interested. <laughs> do it on my own. That way you can just enjoy it and call all the shots and not answer to anybody or the bank or right. Yeah, I, I hated being in boardrooms. I'm more of an inventing room type of girl. Mm-hmm. And did you have any um, mentors or coaches or that kind of thing, people that you worked with in growing your business, a mentor that you followed? No, I just, um, you know, God's word, you know, tells us the importance of wisdom. Mm-hmm. It's more valuable than silver and gold. And it is. So I always surrounded myself with a wise um uh, successful, more mature business women, you know, one, one woman, when my boys were young, you know, she told me, put your family first, you know, you'll, you have your whole life to work. You have one chance to be a great mom. And, and you hear it when you're a young mom, oh, they're going to grow up so fast and leave. And it's like, oh, you never think it's going to end, you know, it's so stressful and uh, consuming, but then all of a sudden they're just gone. And, it, um, and, you, and, and that's true. So, just have your priorities in the right order. Life is short. Yeah, mm-hmm. so true, so true. I mean, I think that the priority piece, and especially now, being present, 
and, and understanding this, you know, in, in this time right now, even of, of slowing down and really, really getting clear on what those priorities are. And I think for some people, they're really shifting, you know? Yep. I think this pandemic era that we're in and we're, we're, you know, um, we're kind of putting some detail in this, in this podcast that years from now will be watched, but in this yep. pandemic time that we're in, I really clearly feel that God is telling me and maybe the world to slow down. Mm -hmm. This is crazy. You know, just we're always in such a hurry and checking things off our list. Like you said, just to be in today and smelling those roses and just being grateful for what we do have, not what we don't have and just, and just trusting. Just, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. No, I, I, I couldn't agree more. I think it's a, a moment for pause. Uh, mm -hmm that he is intentionally, yeah, for our possibilities. So, um, so sometimes I like to do this little, like little game thing before we kind of go into the final, final question. So it's just like a lightning round of, of yes or no, or black or white. Are you game? <laughs> I think, I think yes, I can. Depends but, on what you ask. Yeah, no, that's easy stuff. So, right. um, although a couple of questions too. So what's your favorite business book? Um, actually is um, an old book by Mary Kay Ash, the founder of Mary, Mary Kay Cosmetics. Nice. Mm -hmm. And um, she just um, was so such an amazing organized woman. And I learned so much about how she used to organize her day. She was a single mom. I mean, she had it timed how long it took her to iron the sheets, you know, and cook dinner and put the dishes away. And she had every minute of her day planned out so she could be, have as much time to um, work and um, still be a mom and, or, and I'm not that, you know, um, detailed, but I just learned so much from her. And again, she taught me the importance to have my priorities in the right order. So it's an old book, it's simple. I'd recommend it to any young business woman that um, has children or has, you know, her children dreams and how to, you know, to manage that juggle. Right. That juggle was always really hard for me. You know, when I was at work, I'd be thinking, oh, I'm the worst mom. I should be home. And when I was at home, I'm thinking I should start planning that project and, you know, feel guilty. You know, it was just that juggle. And so just family first, learning to say no, and uh, it really, really helps. Yeah, awesome. Okay, wonderful. Okay, so here we go. Talk or text? Text. Favorite day of the week? Friday. <laughs> dawn or dusk? Oh, definitely dawn. I'm not a morning girl. <laughs> okay, uh, let's see. Uh, coffee or tea? Oh, coffee. I don't okay. like tea at all. I've tried red. to acquire a taste, but just not. Yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, red or white? Red, like strawberries and love. <laughs> and hearts. Right. Oh, perfect. Well, listen, yeah. it's been so much fun to have you on today. Just a, Thank you, uh, Kathy. a couple last questions. If um, actually, here's one last question before I ask you to give information about how they can reach you. Yes. What makes you a brave, bold woman? I mean, I know why I think you're a brave bold woman, but what, what you said makes you. Right. Well, I think I was born this way. I think entrepreneurs are brave and bold. Mm -hmm. And um, my spiritual gift is of exhortation. Mm 
and that makes me bold. You know, I'm, I'm kind of bossy, but I ha always have a vision. I want to help people to do it the best way, the most efficient way, the most productive way, the most profitable way. Um, and so I think that's, you know, comes by naturally. And um, I, in my book, I was just in the middle, I have the serenity prayer. And a lot of people know the serenity prayer very well, but they don't know that there's four paragraphs to it. Mm -hmm. And um, in the second paragraph, it stresses to help me to just live one day at a time and enjoy one moment at a time and accepting a hardship as the pathway to peace. Mm -hmm. And that's really hard to understand, but if you can get your teeth into it, that's so important. And I was looking at this and there's a heading of a paragraph underneath the serenity prayer in my book called The Brave Mom. <laughs> and I, I looked at it and I just read you a couple sentences. It says, my son Hogan once had an essay to write at school. The topic was being himself, kind of like a mini autobiography. And Hogan showed me his paper. He wrote about how his parents taught him to think for himself and to not be afraid. And the next paragraph, he wrote how fun his dad was to hang around with and how he knew how to fix anything that was broken. And then the third paragraph, he wrote about me and how I always knew what to do. And he started off the paragraph with this sentence, my mom is so brave. And this is the very best compliment I think I've ever been given. So again, Absolutely. I think... Is this part of who I am? Wow, I love that. That's so special. Sherry, if somebody wants to connect with you, get your book, the book sounds amazing. Oh my gosh, I'm getting tears for that, right? I mean, when our kids come like that. Um, yes. Or, you know, I mean, I, I rattle off a couple of websites at the beginning, but, and I will put that if people are looking at, um, you know, where this is posted, you should be able to find that too. But how can people connect with you? Yes. Um, well, my website is sherryfitzpatrick.com, and I would love to be a, a keynote speaker at your next event, your conference, your lunch, and your dinner. Um, I love to share my chocolate-covered passion. Everybody is my audience, and we have a lot of, I'm a storyteller with a lot of humor, a lot of tears. Uh, the, the audience can definitely relate to me. Um, my book is also chocolate dipped. It's trademarked the first book in the world with calories. So the reader can eat my chocolate while they read my story. So it's a, a fun gift to send. And my book is a dozen chapters, um, a dozen, like a dozen berries of my most famous gift box. And each chapter is a different lesson that I learned while taking my passion and turning it into to profits. And, you know, my book really inspires me back. I um, even had a gal write me and get in contact with me a few years ago. Um, she said that my book saved her life. It was her business school as she, as she left human trafficking. Um, Neat is back in North Carolina. And as a young girl, she loved watching her aunt bake. And so she started her own cupcake bakery. And today, Neat um, helps other girls escape human trafficking. She gives them a copy of my book and helps them to open up their own cupcake bakery. And, and you know, so just if my little berry story um, can help to save a girl's life, then there is the beauty from my brokenness that made it, you know, all worthwhile. And then um, after, you know, come and get away, um, I have my new bed and berries. That's my new... Um, brave, bold, yes, that I'm working on. Um, I've always wanted to have a bed and breakfast. 
and we have beautiful 10 acres here in the Fair Play wine region. We're uh, between San Francisco and South Shore Lake Tahoe, uh, just an hour above Sacramento, and it's definitely God's country full of serenity we're surrounded by 70 vineyards and wineries and you feel like you're in italy for the day and we have this beautiful bed and breakfast uh, a bnb it's bedandberries.com you're greeted with my famous berries and my award-winning red wines we have our own wine label and it's wonderful and when you stay here i'm in what used to be my boys rooms it supports my boys uh, in Mexico that don't have a room and girls too. Um, my my ministry and my new passion project is at boysandberries.org. And I, uh, when you stay here, you're supporting um, my kids in Mexico that actually live in the dump, trying to give them helping efforts there in Nuevo Vallarta um, to give um, some uh, families and kids uh, you know, a better future by breaking that chain of no education mm-hmm. and health lifestyle. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Fabulous. Well, I can't wait to get, I, I love the Amador region and Fair Play is beautiful and I cannot wait to come up and stay at the, uh, at the B&B. So I'll Great. be up there as soon as, as soon as we can get out again. <laughs> yes. Everybody's going to be wanting to come out and it, it is beautiful. That's why I'm sitting outside today. Just a reason to be outside and the fresh air and the sunshine here and the birds chirp. And, and then the other thing I want to say is that I'm no longer part of Sherry's Berries at all. And I receive a lot of their customer service requests. And I apologize for anybody that's received Sherry's berries and they weren't happy with them. And no sour grapes. Um, I do have new chocolate dip grapes on my new website. And if you want to get berries from the original Sherry, the premium quality you knew from years past, my new, uh, it's just called the same as my title of my book is buriedinchocolate.com. And that's where we ship chocolate dipped strawberries nationwide and all my new funky innovations. Our wine is dipped in chocolate too. And I created a code for all your fans and all your followers. And so if you entered the code BRAVE, uh, you'll receive 20% off of every order. Um, and that's for a limited time. So order soon and bring some encouragement and cheer to um, people that are having a difficult time. You want some, you want to cheer up and inspire. Yeah. Love it. Awesome. Wonderful. Sherry Fitzpatrick, thank you so much for joining me today. So inspiring. You know, it really helps women to understand women entrepreneurs. We are brave, bold women. We take risks. Yep. We're willing to step out. We never know what's on the other side necessarily of that next step, but we just keep moving, just keep going. And, um, and you are definitely the epitome of that. So thank well, you. Thank you're you. welcome. And I wish everybody out there a very, very sweet success. Awesome. Wonderful. Thanks so much. Thank so you, Kathy. Else on the podcast, we'll see you on our next episode. Be sure to also stay tuned and sign up over at braveboldwomen.com so you get the latest information about what we're offering you. Have a great day. Bye-bye, everybody. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of Brave Bold Women. Be sure to connect with us online at braveboldwomen.com. You can also find our Facebook group and Instagram page at Brave Bold Women.